Mate, did we watch a thing this week? Yeah, we did. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us here again at We Watched a Thing. How are you, Billy? I'm not too bad. How are you doing, my friend? Oh, I'm well. I'm well. My mouth's a little dry. Oh, really? I was just having some... I just bought this thing of mixed nuts, and now I've got dry mouth. You're just talking about food to make me jealous? <laughs> yes. Because I have very, very wet mouth, because I've only been eating juice. Not even eating it, really? Not even eating... No, you don't really eat juice. Yeah, I've been on a juice cleanse, and I'm... What, day four today? So yeah, I'm- cleanse. Famously not a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't believe in cleanses. Not at all. I just need- If I'm drinking juice, I'm not hoofing down a Big Mac, <laughs> which is our pre-show tradition. Not for both of us, though, no. is it? <laughs> <laughs> I get my pre-show tradition is to hoof down a Big Mac. Yeah. But if I'm drinking juice, I'm not doing that. So that's healthy. <laughs> well, I can confirm that mixed nuts will not become a pre-show tradition because I've got dry mouth. Have a, have a That's one. unhelpful. <laughs> I mean, dry mouth is one of the th- the things that you really don't want when you're talking for a long time. Yeah. 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 I regret my decision. <laughs> uh, speaking of talking about something. Yes. What are we here to talk about? Well, what did we watch this week? We watched God knows what this thing's called. The first time I heard about this <laughs> film, it was just called Soldado. Then it was called Sicario Day of the Soldado. Yep. I've seen Sicario 2 Day of the Soldado. I've seen just Day of the Soldado. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, it's one of those things that I think different regions have- I'm pretty sure in the UK, it's still Sicario 2, Day of the Soldado. I think in in the States, it might just be- Here, it's Sicario, Day of the Soldado. Can we just call it Soldado? Let's just call it Soldado. I'm good with that. (laughs) Here, we watched a thing. It's just Soldado. Yeah. So, fun fact, did you know that Soldado is a Spanish word that means soldier? Yeah, I did know that. I didn't. (laughs) And what do you think Sicario means, mate? It means Hitman. It means Hitman. I found all this out this morning. I think I told you I finally watched Sicario this week. Yeah. I did tell you because I was live, I was live like, tweeting it to you, basically. Yeah. For the first time, about two hours before I saw Sicario 2, I finally said, you know what? I'm going to watch this. It was the right thing to do. It was bloody good. It's a fantastic it's movie. It's a really good movie. Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it was my favourite film of 2015. I can definitely see I was- that. Shocked and appalled that Emily Blunt didn't get an Oscar nomination for it. I thought she was stunningly good. Denis Villeneuve is awesome. Yeah. Tells a story like a boss. Yes. Roger Deakins cinematography, not a shock. Amazing. Johan Johansson's score. So, let's talk about Soldado. But we're not talking about about Scario. So, Soldado is directed by Stefano Salima. If that is his real name. (laughs) Who obviously did not do the first one. But it's written by Taylor Sheridan, who did pen the first one. Stars Benicio del Toro. Who? <laughs> Benicio del Toro, Josh Brolin, and Jeffrey Donovan returning in their roles from the previous film. Along with them, we've got Isabella Mona, Manuel Garcia Rulfo, and Catherine Keener joining the cast. The plot follows the drug war at the US-Mexico border as it has escalated to the point where the cartels have begun transporting terrorists, forcing the United States government to team up with hitman Alejandro Gillick. Josh Brolin, clearly... Pretty fresh from the gym for <laughs> Deadpool 2. Yeah, he's he a hulking dude. ripped in this film. <laughs> and he's great in this film. He's really good. Yeah, I mean, if you can say nothing else of Soldado, the acting is of a similar calibre to the first one. Brolin and Del Toro both smash it in this movie. You know, as we were talking about what Sicario and Soldado mean, if you actually do, if you were to just do it in English, the movie would be called Hitman Day of the Soldier. That's pretty dumb. <laughs> that is a dull title. <laughs> it's a lot better in Spanish, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It really is. So I remember when when I first heard that they were making a sequel to Sicario. Yeah. My first thing was like, 
What? Yeah. What? What? Why? Hang on. No, Emily Blunt's character is her arc is is done. Yes. And then they said, okay, so they're doing a sequel. Emily Blunt's not going to be there. And my first reaction was, why would you want this without Emily Blunt? Yeah. And then, but then you're like, okay, well, actually, if you're going to do it, then moving on from Emily Blunt's character actually makes the most sense. Yeah. So I was on board with that call. I do feel though, as far as like unnecessary sequels and franchises and stuff. I never would have thought a sequel to this would have happened unless it had a real purpose to. And sadly, I'm not sure that this did happen with a real purpose. I felt like it almost did. The first yeah. kind of, let's say, half hour-ish of the film, yep. plot-wise, where they're talking about turning the cartels on one another and like, right, yeah. it's like, okay, this could this could be cool. Yeah. I can see this working as a as a story. And they start doing that, and I was actually and I was quite into that. And then where the film goes after about 45 minutes, for me, way less interesting. It's funny. See, for me, I actually enjoyed that back 45 minutes more. But it definitely is. It's like it's like a real shift there. It's almost like two separate movies in some ways. For me, I'm just, I'm just going to get this out front. I don't think this is a great movie. I think this is a good movie, but I think it's a fairly generic action thriller. It's a lot more surface level and a lot less nuanced than the first Sicario. And I think that's fine. It's it's a fine movie, but to me, it's like it just didn't need to happen. Yeah, we're going to be pretty much on the same page, I think. Okay, for this film. Yeah, cool. Um, because this, yeah, like you said, it's not a bad film. It's not a bad movie. It's um, perfectly enjoyable viewing. It suffers in comparison to the first one for sure. And even if, even if the whole, if the original creative group of people were back from the first one making this film, it still wouldn't be as good as Sicario. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, I think this movie shows you, it answers the age-old question of what happens to a movie franchise when it simultaneously loses Denis Villeneuve, Roger Deakins, Johan Johansson, and Emily Blunt. And the people who fill in for these people do a pretty respectable job. The score is surprisingly good. It's not as good as the original, but it's surprisingly there. The cinematography, not as good as the original, but better than most generic action yeah, thrillers. The- the cinematographer, Darius Wolski, he's done things like The Crow, Dark City, Alien Covenant, and Prometheus, which say what you will about them. I think they're really good-looking films. Yeah. But the problem is is that, for me, it feels to me like Darius Wolski and other people involved yes. are working on the brief of trying to recreate- to the original. The original. There's specific shots and lighting things in this film that are direct callbacks from Sicario, like the- You know, when Alejandro is- outside at that shanty thing yep. at dusk. Yep. And it's a real kind of nod to that awesome dusk shot of the soldiers taking off in Sicario. And, it like, it's a good shot on its own. But really it just makes me think about the fact that you're trying really hard to be something that you're not quite. That's exactly the way I felt. It's perfectly, ex- like, the direction, it's really quite solid. The cinematography, really, really nice looking film. But it's not. Sicario. <laughs> and it, I, I agree with you. I think I wouldn't have so much of a problem with that if it didn't feel like that's what it was trying to do. Mm. Even like early on, we've got the use of night vision again, as Sicario did. And here it's just not as good. Yeah. And for me, even the surprising part is that the one member of the creative team we have kept is Taylor Sheridan. And yet I feel like the writing in this film is probably the weakest component I was actually kind of when, – when I saw Soldado, I hadn't checked whether Sheridan had come back to write it. And after watching it, I was like, I don't reckon they even got Sheridan back. Mm. 
and then was I was actually surprised when it turned out that it was him because it doesn't like even though they're really different films in a lot of ways like Hell or High Water when I checked I remember seeing that film going oh who wrote that and realized it was the same guy that wrote Sicario and he was like ah, okay yeah you can there's this there is that cohesiveness yeah and you know yeah. the you know the western noir kind of yeah. thing about which is just absent from this movie it is this really does become of it's 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 an action movie essentially. You could see this movie with, for example, Schwarzenegger in the Brolin role. Like this to me doesn't even feel related to Sicario, and I feel like you miss a lot by losing the Emily Blunt character. And yeah, I know that obviously her arc is done, and it wouldn't have made sense to bring her back. But the beauty of that is that Sicario at times is a kind of I don't know what the word is. It's not a mindfuck film. But there are times where you're sitting there going, hang on, why is this happening? What's happening here? And that's okay. Which is great because it's, that's what's happening to Emily Blunt's Exactly. Well. So, you can see it through her eyes and go, okay, she's confused with me. <laughs> but with this, it really just becomes badass guys doing badass things and there's no real nuance around that. Something I think is kind of a- which is was always going to be a struggle for this film- is that in Sicario you had Emily Blunt as not only your protagonist, but she was all she was your moral compass as well. Yes. Whereas both Alejandro and what's Brolin's character name? Matt. Those two characters, they're great characters in Sicario. And one of the things that's great about them is that they're a bit loose. Oh yeah. And they're sure. not straight up heroes. Yes. Brolin is Brolin's character, his beliefs of, you know, getting stuff done. Yeah. Totally questionable, which was the exact. It's it's completely right for the character. Yeah, but it's totally questionable. But he's it makes him not someone you necessarily root for. Alejandro, fantastic character in Sicario, so interesting, and you know he's quite mysterious and stuff. So when you make him more of the main character, you both lose a bit of that and care less. Oddly, yeah. Even though there's more, even though he's carrying the story more. They've given him a lot of backstory in this movie. A Which lot. I loved. In, I love how little, like, you get these nuggets in Sicario yes. of something that's happened to this guy to make him this way. And it's. I loved that it wasn't explained in Sicario. And the more you get of it, the less interesting it is. Yeah. And we do, to some extent, get an Emily Blunt type character in our young girl who they have abducted. How did you like her? I think she's good. In general, in- Films where you plug a child in, it so rarely works. Yeah. I think this works pretty well, though. Like, if you compare this to, say, Jurassic World Fallen franchise, (laughs) (laughs) like, this is better. (laughs) I would totally agree with that. (laughs) I actually quite liked her. I thought she was- I mean, maybe it's just her as an actress, but she was very likable, and I was on on board with that. And I didn't mind where the story went. It might be because, yeah, where I was- thinking the story was going to go and what I still think would have been more interesting had nothing to do with that with character. Yeah. Maybe just like, you're, you're a dad, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're just more likely to care about a kid in a film, whereas I'm like, just fuck him right off. That's true. That could be a possibility. I doubt it. It's probably just a nicer person than me. <laughs> not hard, though, is it? <laughs> I like that we continue the mini renaissance of Matthew Modine in this film. Yes. He's he's getting around. Yep. <laughs> I and I liked him. I thought he was good. I liked everything again at the beginning of this film. All that stuff with the government people being fucking cold blooded. Yeah, felt both realistic. Yep. And I thought was executed well. So 
in Sicario as well, the first one, we do have this B-plot with this police officer and his family. And that really, really worked in Sicario for me. And I think what made it work is that it's so brief and there's not a lot of it. And there's a lot of intrigue around it. In this film, we get this B story, which is kind of like a B plus story about this kid who lives on the border and he's he's being worked into the cartel and to help bring people across and whatnot. And I did not care for that at all. And it took up such a large chunk of the film. How did you feel about that? I think probably pretty similarly to you. I don't think it's bad, the story itself. And that kid is good. And I like I like him more than I like his character more than the girl character because that girl character to me feels so much like one of those plug-in children from Aliens or just pick a movie with a plug-in children to try and make you care more. Yeah, she's like an NPC in one of those video games in in like one of those quests yeah. where you have to carry someone with you yeah. and like take them to safety. Yeah. And it's like they don't talk or anything. Your whole job is just to carry them through the whole level. And that episode put- of Goldeneye where you're like, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing, Natalia? <laughs> you got to put them down to open doors and stuff. And you're like, fuck this. <laughs> just walk. Yeah. Stop getting stuck behind that God damn it. Yeah. And then you wind up just shooting him, <laughs> going reset. Um, Whereas you're saying he felt more like an actual character. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But as you said, it's kind of a B plus plot. I think it would have worked better as a as a B minus plot. Yes. There was too much of it, and there was no intrigue around it because, like, everything is so heavily foreshadowed. And you see every conversation. We see this kid get inducted into the cartel. We see him bump into them in the car park, and then later recognize them. And yet, like, it just it was too much. I'll give him props for the. Um, I think on the page, if you were to read, kid recognizes Benicio del Toro, you'd be like, oh, really? But then you think about, and it is just. Benicio del Toro being better at his job than most people. Yeah. That look that Benicio gives him from the car, which is fucking spine chilling. <laughs> You're like, okay, yeah, actually, that kid would remember that face. <laughs> yeah. So we get kind of the the discount version of the, the border crossing scene from Sicario. Yes. When they're on that dirt road. And they which, have the shootout with the cops. Which is quite good. Yeah. Um, like the one in Sicario is great. Yeah, it's amazing. This one, that is still a good sequence. And it still feels very, like, it's not, you don't feel like there's just CGI cars yeah. flipping and stuff. It's a really grounded scene Yeah, still. and what I like about that, too, is a lot of that is shown from that girl's perspective. So, a lot of this is just through windows and through windscreens and, and shots being fired and stuff, which is quite effective. Yeah. In this dust storm and stuff, you can't see a lot of things, and I liked that. Yeah, I'll, I'll tick off on that scene for sure. It is good. And- yeah, a bunch of cool filmmaking going on there. And in other parts, like when, you know, when Alejandro chucked the grenade in that car. That and was it's, a cool it's a, shot. It's one shot. You're yeah. like, that's a great bit of filmmaking because you're yeah. like, hang on. How did you not just kill people? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a great shot. Um, so, yeah, there is a bunch of the action in this film, which, to be fair, is really well done. It's just that the film in general feels a bit more generic. I still think it's probably above average as a- If you went into this film yeah, just expecting yeah. an action film, this is above average. Yes. Yeah, we keep coming back to this. The Where it continuously suffers and is the fact that obviously it's going to get compared to the first one. See, and that happens when you attach a name to something. And it does make me question, because this could have just been a completely separate movie. You could have replaced these characters. There's not a lot that carries on from these guys from Sicario, and it could have been more of a spiritual successor rather than a, yes, this is a sequel. Look, and in some ways, I'm happy to have that trade-off because we do get 
Brolin and Del Toro, who are phenomenal in this movie. And had we gone with a different universe, you know, I don't know who else could have played these characters, but you wouldn't have had that whole comparison thing in the back of your head. Do you think that you could survive a shot to the head? I doubt my ability to (laughs) survive a shot to the head. Even if it just went through my cheeks, I would be screaming bloody murder. They would shoot me again, for sure. Yes. I'm not getting out of that. (laughs) I'd die from the pain. It would overcome me. How did you- did you feel you had to suspend a lot of disbelief for that? Yeah. Yes. Especially to just get up, get a car, start driving again. And he was like, again, Benicio is great. Yeah, as always. Yeah, like he- Actually, not as always, because we've all seen Last Jedi. Not convinced that was Benicio Del Toro. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like, I mean, he is banged up and he's in a bad way. Like, he crashes the car. Yeah. And then has to be like, oh, shit, now I've got to keep driving again. But yes, you certainly do have to suspend a bit to go like, oh, yeah, Benicio got shot through the face, but he's still all right. And because at first I was like, uh, and this is probably credit to the film- I thought he was dead. I was like, yeah. I, I was sure he was dead. I was like, dead. yep, they yeah. killed him off. That's cold-blooded. And then, yeah, like, part of me, because I love that character, I was like, yeah, he's alive. And there's a part of him that's like- That really cheapens yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. That's how I felt, too. Let's talk about the ending of the film. Is this opening for Sicario 3? There's, they were already planning on a third one, is my um, understanding, that this, that this film was written as part two of three. Of three or of- 10, because I can see them sliding <laughs> into Fast and the Furious territory. Well, they're not going to be able to do that and keep Brolin and Del Toro on board because they've got better things to do with their lives, to be honest, unlike Vin Diesel, who does not. <laughs> <laughs> Sicario 4, family. <laughs> What's fam- familiar? familiar yeah. Sicario 4, familiar. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> I'd watch that. I know you would. <laughs> You'd probably make me watch it too. Uh, yeah, so I yeah I th- I'm pretty sure we're getting another one. Okay. If uh, that will be on the proviso of this one's box office returns, because if it were to completely tank, they'd obviously pull the pin on it. But yeah, pretty sure we're coming back, and it'll be interesting to see whether but does Alejandro blame them? Is he now an adversary, or there there is stuff to explore there. Does he know that Matt was called to hit on him? Well, n- hit on him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not down with my gangster lingo. <laughs> to to whack him a, off. <laughs> it's a government order for Josh Brolin to come and sleaze onto him. Um, well, no, he wouldn't know that that was- because that Brolin was coming to kill him because he because never got he the chance. he didn't get the chance because they thought he was dead already. Do they still think he's dead? Probably. See, there are interesting places to go here hmm. with these characters. And I, did, like, I did like that moment with that other character, like Josh Brolin's kind of number two. Yeah. Like, I, I, I liked that stuff with him in the helicopter saying, I'm glad we didn't have to do that. Yeah. Um, again, like, yeah, there's a bunch of, there is a bunch of good about this film. Mm. It's just good, not great is the problem. Mm. So, obviously, Del Toro is our Sicario. Yep. Who's our Soldado? I, I, I think he, Alejandro is still- You think he's both? Yeah. I think it's the kid. I think it's the the kid who shoots him. I think you're overthinking it. <laughs> you think they just like just flick through the Spanish dictionary and we're like, ah, oh, soldado. It's a cool word. <laughs> what will not what will number three be? I mean, we hear Medellin mentioned in Sicario. Maybe the like the third one could be him going, All right, fuck you, I actually am gonna I'm become gonna this go guy. To, yeah. And this is not gonna be good for you. Of course, then 
anyone who's seen Entourage is just thinking about <laughs> a fictional film. What do you mean? There's I haven't whole, seen Entourage. There's a whole storyline about this film that the main character shoots called Medellin, where he plays Pablo Escobar. Right. And it's this complete train wreck of a production. <laughs> so whether you'd want to hitch yourself to that wagon, I'm not sure. All right, so we're about done on whatever reckon- this film's called. <laughs> I reckon we're done. Uh, final rating from you, sir. I think I'm going with a six. I'm also a six. Yeah. It's a reasonable film. It's not bad. Yeah. It's definitely worth a watch. Like, of what's out at the moment, go see it for sure. It's just, if you're a fan of the first one, that's where the letdown yeah, comes. Yeah, just lower your bar. As Josh Brolin was sent to do. <laughs> no, he was sent to raise his bar. Oh, sorry. Well, no, he was sent to raise Alejandro's bar, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 I'm sorry, I'll brush up on my gangster talk for next week. You do that. I will. <laughs> Speaking of next week, what are we getting to? Next week, I believe we're leaving general belief and probably physics at the door and checking in with The Rock in a skyscraper, in a film called Skyscraper. <laughs> I don't think so. What's it called? I think next week we're getting to Ant-Man and the Wasp, my friend. Oh, is that a week ahead of that? Yeah. Damn it. Skyscraper's the week after. I'm just so keen. <laughs> Me too, actually. I'm so keen. I'm really excited for Skyscraper. Okay, well- I'm not excited for Ant-Man and the Wasp. No, me neither. Not at all. I'm very, very curious to see what happens and how they're going to handle Infinity War. I'm guessing it just has to be separate or- well, My understanding is that this is set before Infinity War. Okay. Well, in that case, I'm not interested so they at don't, all. They just don't even- I don't think they have to address it. <laughs> oh, well, like, that That's case. the out they've given themselves. Well, I think it's just going to come up at the beginning, two weeks before Thanos shows up, and then Thanos shows up with instructions to hit on Ant-Man. <laughs> Stop it, Josh. <laughs> You've got to stop. It's not appropriate. <laughs> well, now I am looking forward to it yeah. again. I hope they've listened. You didn't know that was going to happen, did you? <laughs> All right, so that's next week. And then, yeah, I guess Skyscraper the week after. Skyscra- yeah, everyone, you've got all this time now to work yourself up for us talking about <laughs> what is doubtless going to be a fucking terrible film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you seen that shot? The tra- have you seen a trailer for Skyscraper? I ha- I have, yeah. Where the Rock, Where who's only jumps. got one leg, so he's like <laughs> shuffling along this crane and then has to jump it. Oh man! Someone, oh man! Someone um, on Reddit actually, yeah, did, I saw that. Did like the calculations? Amazing. Where he would actually be able to jump to? <laughs> Just, yeah, pretty much. Falls like a stone. <laughs> Oh, I don't know if you know this, but you really missed what could have been a good pun there. Oh, what? You could have said Rock. What's Dwayne Johnson? (laughs) (laughs) This is way more fun than the movie's going to be. So much more fun. (sighs) Anyway. Uh, Well, thanks for joining us here at Rockfest. Um, (laughs) If you want to get in contact with us, Billy's busy. He's in a bit of a fit. But you can hit us up on all them socials at, at We Watch the Things. <laughs> Everyone except Josh Brolin can get in contact with us at We Watch the Thing on all the social things. We Watch the Thing at Gmail. Um, if you if you particularly love us, you can go to our Patreon page. And thank you very much for joining us. Catches. Dennis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. Hang on. Denis Villeneuve. How do you say it? Wait, are we, are we done though? Are we yeah. ready to? Yeah, we're done.